when I see them, I just realize I could have been one of them. But the mercy of God saved me. Never look down on any of those guys. Because a lot of them, if you are in their shoes, you will have been worse. If you go to what some of them are going through, you will have been worse. I'm telling you the truth. Is somebody with me? So check for your burden. The next one is check for your zeal. What are you zealous about? So, you see, there are things that when you are singing, you can sing from one morning to the If you are not singing, you are not okay. Zeal are things that you are very passionate about. You, oh, you, you, even if it's not being done, you want it to be done. You are, when you, they give it to you, I can see. I can preach from now till tomorrow if you try it. And I'm just, I, I'm not preaching because I want to preach. When I just love talking to people so that their life can be better. I have passion to see people's life change by, by talking. It's a passion. It's, I'm very passionate about it. So since you became a Christian and you discover your area of passion sometimes by seeing your area of concern. So when you enter a church, you just look at, why is this church not like this? That means you are passionate about the design of a place. That is your area. You can rise up and begin to do it. Then the last but not the least is your compassion. The thing that moves you to tears. The thing that takes tears from you. The thing that makes you break down. Those are your areas of compassion. These are the ways to discover your spiritual gifts. Hallelujah. Now let's quickly run to the 12, 20 spiritual gifts. I will just run by on Tuesday, you see, on Tuesday, we are going to be having a session, question and answer time. All right. It may be a round table, it may be a teaching session where we'll sit down and just talk about each one of these and we'll take questions from online audience and we also take questions from those of you who are in now. We want to, because we want you to enter the month of July functioning in your area of spiritual gift. So that is why Tuesday is going to be question and answer time on all these things we have taught this month, especially in the area of your abilities and spiritual gifts. We want you to know it. We want you to function in it. Because right now, I know that some of you, you are like, where will I start from? How should I go? Now, Tuesday is a good day for you to actually know because we are going to explain it to you, break it down more. But right now, I just want to quickly read through the 20. Number one, the gift of an apostle. Apostleship. Apostleship. So slide him. Move to the seventh slide for me, please. Apostleship. So, apostleship are people that are groundbreakers. They, they, they can start something new. They, these are the people that help the body of Christ to advance with their gifts. They can open doors for others to come in. So, always remember that apostles are groundbreakers. They have the gift of starting something, something from nothing. They can start from zero. So, even when you see them as businessmen, these are the people that have, they start businesses too, if they have it. So, sometimes the spiritual one complements the natural one. The next one is prophecy. Prophecy. So, prophecy is reporting something that is spontaneous, something that is spontaneously brings to your mind, that is spontaneously brought to your mind. So, for instance, let me tell you where you, are, where you know, where, where you, if you have the gift of prophecy. Sometimes you close your eyes when you are praying. And you just begin to see pictures. Pictures. As some pictures you just be playing, some static pictures, some, some will play like video. But you are not thinking about them before you started praying. So each time you pray, you see those pictures. That's a gift. A gift of prophecy. Or sometimes you are, you are praying like that, or you are in a service, then it's like some words are just trying to come out. They are just trying to come out. Or you hear some verses, it's like you just want to say something out. Those are prophetic gifts. Those are the gift of prophecy. So it's either audio or visual or both. But if you begin to see, so sometimes you are praying also, you just see yourself digressing from your prayer. And you are praying another type of prayer for a long time or for some minutes. 
which is different from what you are praying for. That is the, a prophetic gift. That's a gift of prophecy. So it foretells and foretell. All right. The fourth tell, fourth tell means it says the mind of God, and sometimes it says what is about to happen. All right. Then the next one is the gift of evangelism. The gift of evangelism. Someone with the gift of evangelism has a compassion for souls. So people call them bad girls, but he sees them as children that need to be saved. He has a burden for the lost. These people, they, they, you see them, they, they make friends with unbelievers and they win them over to Christ. They, 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 they talk to people easily about Jesus. Those are the gift of evangelism. The next one is pastoring gift. Pastoring gift. A pastor is like a shepherd. So when you know you're a pastor, you, you just like gathering people. He likes gathering people to share the word of God. Now, a pastor also, someone with a gift of a pastor, you see that he, he, he also represents fatherly figure in the life of the people. Because as a shepherd, he becomes very personally involved. David had this gift. That was why when even a lion came to snatch his sheep, he went after the lion. Somebody that does not have that pastoral gift, because the word for pastor is the same word for shepherd. In Yoruba, they call pastors Olushua Goto. And showing some of your language to you see that they use the word for shepherd someone who takes care of sheep for pastors all right now so david went after those that the lion and killed the lion and saved the sheep he did not see that sheep as suya he sees that sheep as a child so you see the, someone with a, a pastoral gift all right since it, it, it comes down to the level of the people it becomes a father or a mother to them it not just teach the word of god to them but becomes personally involved in their lives now the next one is the gift of a teacher. Someone who, who, who finds out to, to make the complicated word of God simple. When you see somebody with a teaching gift, right? He can take a subject that looks so big. By the time he finishes explaining, you will think that it's ABC. That's a teaching gift. He finds it very easy, I mean, to explain, to make known the mystery of the word of God. He demystifies it. Now, this is the difference. A pastor by default will be a teacher, but a teacher will not necessarily be a pastor. Not every teacher is a pastor. So you, you, I have a friend, he teaches excellently well. I envy him, but he's, he's not a pastor in any church. But he teaches. He's a sound teacher of the word, all right? But, but a pastor is a teacher, all right? A teacher is not necessarily a pastor. Let's move on. The gift of faith. This gift of faith are those who are daring. So we want to build a house. Let us build. It will happen. We trust God. Somebody with the gift is not afraid of any challenge. David had that gift of faith. That was why he was able to, when people were running away from the problem of Goliath, he ran towards it. They run towards difficult things that people will be afraid of. Now, when you have the gift of faith, all right, which some of you will, uh, will have, the reason why people don't think they have the gift of faith is that when they exercise their faith, they fail. And the reason is that the gift of faith goes with prayer. I just need to explain that. So if you find yourself always trying something new and it's working, but after some time it's not working again, you are no longer as daring. It's because see, compulsorily, someone who walks in the gift of faith must be a prayerful person because that is where he derives the boldness. Because they have an unusual boldness to do things for God. They are not afraid, all right, to do things for God. That's the gift of faith, all right? The next one is the gift of wisdom, all right? The gift of wisdom. So someone with the gift of wisdom is, that's what the Bible also called wise advice. You know, they are able to apply the knowledge of God's word. They, they, are, they, they are able to make known 
the knowledge of God's work with ease. They, they are able to give, someone with the gift of wisdom can, can give good sound advice. Of, that's why in, in one of those scriptures we read, he said, he, he gave some the gift of giving good advice. That's the gift of wisdom. All right. Now, the next one is the gift of administration. The gift of administration. Also called the governing gift. So this one is, these are the people that are able to lead a team, put order in a place. An administrator is able to give direction. This is where we are going and governs the people there. Someone with the gift of administration, you see that even when there is crisis, there is crisis everywhere, there is pressure everywhere. The gift of administration will make sure that everybody stays together and where that does storm, together all right that is the gift of an administrator they steer the people even in times of storm they don't lose the steering they just govern and lead the people in 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 the midst of those things that those are then the, the next one number nine is the gift of interpretation of tongues interpretation of tongues so interpretation of tongues that they these ones they, they are able to interpret signs symbols words that are not necessarily known to the owner uh, to the speaker or to a person so for instance and when is somebody with a gift of tongues around you you are praying he can hear what you are praying you can if i saw if you say that oh i saw a boat someone with the gift of tongue can know the meaning of the boat that it means all right they interpret words all right symbols and uh, make it come into into common language that everybody can understand number 10 discernment the gift of discernment so these ones have the gift to, dis to distinguish. For, so for instance now, someone with the gift of discernment can tell if I am using the power of God or not. Someone with the gift of discernment can say, oh, this man, is he, 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 he as his teaching, this teaching is from the devil, is from God. They are able to know the spirit that operates behind people's action. So when somebody, you may see somebody with the gift of discernment, see somebody talking to him and say, no, don't talk to him. Don't talk to him. This one is it's not him that is saying this. It's an evil spirit that is saying this. It's an evil spirit. It's not him right now. They are able to separate and know the cause of a thing. That's the gift of the sermon. Number 11, the gift of giving. The gift of giving. This one's, this, someone with the gift of giving, they don't find it hard to give. They give beyond their offering and their time. They are moved with compassion when they see somebody with a need. Now, the gift of giving, someone that is really operating that gift well, they prefer to give anonymously. So when they are giving, they may be here, they may drop things here, but you will never know that they are the one dropping things. They don't want to be known because, you see, that gift, they are conscious that everything they have is from God for His glory. So when they give, they don't really make it known. So people, yes, yeah, sometimes, they, they, even they will tell you, Pastor, please don't let anybody know I'm the one that did this. Because they are, they are now aware that it's a gift and they must use it to bring glory to God. They are aware that the more they make themselves known, the more people will begin to worship or idolize them now somebody that is perverting the gift of giving will be giving and we always want to do show off with it so they want to impress people with their giving you see that one is a perverted gift of giving the gift of giving can be perverted because it makes people love you it makes people makes you look like a shine shine bubble in the midst of people but you see once you begin to see that you are in trouble because you are now making people worship you and as against god the next one is the gift of healing the ability to supernaturally minister healing to others. Someone with the gift of healing knows that every sickness can be healed. Even someone with the gift of healing says, yes, you are using a drug, but I'm still going to pray for you because I know that even that drug can work more than what it can do for, in your body. So they have, they have the faith and they, they have the gift to minister supernatural healing to people beyond the natural one. That does the things. Like I said, on Tuesday, all right, we are going to be de dealing more with the hospitality. These are very cheerful people. 
all right? They they said they, um, they 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 are people that just love to 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 um, see people that they are comfortable. So if an hospitable person is here, as we are coming from the gate, you're welcome. Hope everything is okay. Please sit down here. Is your chair okay? Is everything okay? They can go then and say, man, are you okay? You know, when you meet an hospitable person, they, you feel good around them. Alright? They want Their aim is to make you comfortable. They go the extra mile. So they can even give you their food to just make you comfortable. If that will make you happy. That's the gift of hospitality. The 15 knowledge the 16 encouragement the 17 helping the gift of helps the 18 tongues 19 leadership 20 mercy they are all on the screen they're all on the screen okay they're all on the screen i said knowledge encouragement somebody that likes to give advice to other people encourage them when they are down you know you just like to encourage people you don't want them to cry you just want it to be well God will make a way. Tomorrow will be better. It's a spiritual gift. Helping. You just like to help others. Help others. That's a gift. Then 18, tongues. Praying in tongues. There are people who can pray for tongues for 9 hours, 12 hours. They don't feel it. It's a gift. There's called the gift of tongues. Then leadership. Those who, 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 who plays leadership role, they just like to be in charge, to lead, to, to pioneer, to, to give direction. Then finally, gift of mercy. All right? gift of mercy now let me just quickly tell you something there are traps to avoid when it comes to spiritual spiritual gifts four traps to avoid number one the first trap you must avoid is the trap of comparison that you have this gift does not mean when you begin to compare yourself just like i was using two pastors if the other pastor was comparing himself that oh he cannot stand there and preach as loud as this other person he may now feel intimidated and not use his gift anymore so a lot of us, we compare with ourselves with others and because of that, we feel that we are not good enough. So if you want to operate in your gift effectively, don't say because you are not preaching like me. This morning, for instance, on this same subject, I can show you the way Lady P preached it. And you should see the way I am preaching the same thing. The same slides. We use the same slides, but you will see that there are two different approaches. Uh, those of you who have been around in the morning, am I right or wrong? They are very two different approaches because we, but, but if Lady P compares herself, Lady P cannot be saying, oh my, Lady P is not like that. She's old. She, she can be there, not moving from this place till the service finish. But me, me, stay in one place. Ah, that's punishment for me. That's punishment for me. So, so, if, so you don't have to compare yourself with me. Just be faithful with what God has called you to do. Number two, projection. Projection, the error of projection is that because you can do it this way, you want everybody to also do it that way. In fact, projection is why some pastors in certain denominations fails. It's not that it's wrong to copy the style of your pastor, but remember that you cannot be him. You cannot be him. So God has given you your own special way. So you, you learn the principle, you learn from him, but ultimately don't make your own the standard of everybody. So it's like saying that everybody that comes to preach here now must jump around like me, must move like me, must give. No, I'm going to make them into a failure. So don't project your gifts on others, all right? You are special, the person is special, all right? The next error you should, you should avoid is um, the error of rejection rejection some rejects the gift so some you know 
uh, okay, on Friday, I said somebody is a pastor. And the lady said, no, I'm not the pastor. You see, that's the gift of rejection. You see, to be a pastor does not mean you should have a title. Most, you see, it is not the official title that makes you have a gift. Because, you see, you will see some people in their family, they are the magnet that carries everybody along. If this one is fighting with this, they will go and say, it's enough. It's enough. It's enough. They can, they can stand and defend every member of the family. Now, that is a spiritual gift. That's a, that's a gift, all right? So, but because you are not being called a pastor does not mean that you are not functioning in that role. It is the function that defines you. People may never call you a pastor, but you might be functioning as one. This is where a lot of us get it wrong because we think that until you are called a prophet, that is where you can say that you are now seeing you are, you are prophesying. Nobody, you don't need to be called a prophet before. It is the gift that defines what you are doing. Do you understand what I'm saying? So don't reject because I've seen some of us, for instance now, if you are the type that you just love to cook, all right, you love to cook and gather people to eat. You don't have problem. That is also a sign of a pastor because what you are doing is that you, you, you. That ability makes you feed people, but you are feeding them with natural gift. You can easily feed them with the word of God if you also develop it. Do you understand? Just like that's why I come. You see, that the pig can teach because she feeds people naturally. So God also gives us spiritual gift to feed people, right? So the last is deception. Deception is distraction from your primary gift. Distraction from your primary gift. So, for instance, now, so God has called you. You are not doing your evangelistic gift well. You then say you want to go and start becoming a prophet. So you are praying, Lord, give me the prophetic gift. But, brother, you are called to be an evangelist. You overuse your gift of evangelist. There are two um, um, evangelists in the world, two great men, Rea Bonke and um, um, Abraham. Uh, what's the Billy Graham. Rhea Bonke ministered at his crusade with miracle signs and wonder with healing. Billy Graham never had one healing throughout his life. But he ministered more to people also. And you see, when he ministered in one stadium, without healing, people came and gave their life to Christ. Does that mean that Billy Graham is better than Rhea Bonke or Rhea Bonke is better than Billy Graham? The answer is no. The question is, did they both achieve their result? Yes, perhaps if, because you see, Rhea Bonke was called to Africa. And if there was no healing in Africa, Africa will have real problem. But Billy Graham did not come to Africa. He was called to the developed world. This one, they have the best medicine already. They have good doctors. They have, so you cannot blame you, can, you don't understand why God gave this one with his gift of evangelism healing and this other one did not heal. But the ultimate thing is that they became faithful. If Rehaboke was trying to be like Billy Graham or Billy Graham was trying to be like Rehaboke, they would have failed. Do you understand? So, don't be deceived. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet with me this morning. Put your hands together for Jesus. Have you been blessed this morning? Lift up your voice and say, Father, I thank you because you have gifted me. I acknowledge that I am a gifted Christian. I have spiritual gifts in my life. Now, I just want you to acknowledge that God thank has given you a spiritual gift. As Just thank God for the spiritual gift. You may not know the name of your spiritual gift. You may have not discovered it. 
But thank God that you are a gifted child of God. He has made you to be rich by giving you spiritual gifts. So can you lift up your voices everywhere and say, Father, I thank you for gifting me with spiritual gifts. Lift up your voices everywhere and just say, Father, I thank you for your spiritual gift that is at work in my life. Thank you for your spiritual gift that is at work. I acknowledge that I have a gift in you when I gave my life to Christ. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that released gifts into my life. I am grateful for every spiritual gift you have given to me. Lord, I thank you for the spiritual gift you have given to me. I am grateful for them in the name of Jesus. Thank you for every spiritual gift. I am thankful for gifting me. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Now I want to pray, say, Father, in any way I have buried and abandoned my spiritual gifts, have mercy upon me. Show me your mercy in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray for yourself. Father, in the name of Jesus, in any way we are buried and have not acknowledged or we are buried our spiritual gifts, show us your mercy today. We pray for your mercy, Lord. We pray for your mercy in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for your mercy in the name of Jesus. We read and Allah. Oh, we pray for your mercy. In any way we are buried and not made use of our spiritual gift, we pray for your mercy. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Finally, I want you to say, Father, from today, from today, help me. Let me to begin to operate, to begin to operate my spiritual gifts. My spiritual I receive the grace I receive the to grace begin to serve, to begin to serve in, the body of Christ, in the body of Christ with my spiritual gifts. Lift your voice and pray for yourself. Lift your voice and pray for yourself. I will not let the devil steal it from me. I receive the grace. I'm picking up my spiritual gift from today. I'm going to start serving in the body of Christ. I will contribute my in your body. I do not despise the gift that you have given to me. I thank you for the gift and I pray for the grace to begin to contribute my quarter, to begin to serve you faithfully with my gifts. I thank you for every spiritual gift you have given to us. We ask for the grace. We redeem our spiritual gift and ask for the grace to walk in them faithfully. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. All is done. All lies closed. Maybe you are watching online or you are in church. You are not born again. You are, you, so you, and you know God has made you rich. Your spiritual gift coupled with your natural ability is going to make you live a fulfilled life. But I want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to rededicate my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. I want the spiritual gift. I also desire spiritual gift as a child of God. Today, I want to pray for you wherever you are. It is time to give your life to Jesus. You have lived your life outside of Christ enough. Now you have to live your life in Christ. If any man be in Christ, in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. God is not condemning you for the mistakes you have made. But what will bring condemnation is when you reject Jesus. So today, my brother, listen to me. You need to give your life to Jesus. You need to give your life to Jesus. So whenever you are, if you want to give your life to Jesus, just place your right hand on your chest. I want to pray for you. God bless you. you. Want to give your life to Jesus? Just place your right hand on your chest. God bless you. Now say these words after me. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you for giving me the opportunity. For giving me the opportunity to be born again. To be born again today. Today, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I've come to give my life to I've you. Come to give my life to by you by asking. 
That dear Lord Jesus, please come into my life and be my Lord and my personal Savior. Wash all my sins away with your precious blood and please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul today. Now, those of you who want to rededicate your life to Jesus, say this this was after me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I'm sorry. In every way, I have abandoned, I have buried, I have not made use of my spiritual gifts. Today, dear Lord Jesus, I rededicate my life to you. And I ask that every gift you have blessed me with, let them be reactivated. Let them come alive. And I receive your grace to serve you with every gift you have given to me faithfully in jesus name father i thank you for all those who have prayed this prayer those who have given their life to christ and those who rededicated their life to christ i pray for this one that they will be rooted and grounded in your kingdom i pray that they will rise and be fruitful i pray that you will do more for god now that he has redeemed and have mercy upon you may you rise and serve god Amen. So shall it be. Amen. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Shout it louder. Amen. Amen. Now, Lord, I pray for every one of your children who have listened to these words today. That we shall all rise up to fulfill our calling. Amen. We shall all rise up to do our assignments in the body of Christ. Amen. Our local churches, our, the body of Christ that you have placed us with, we grow and become stronger because of our contributions. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father. You, in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Shout a louder amen, somebody. Amen. Put those hands together for Jesus. 